Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. We're in the Seal Hain car park Breaking again. news, breaking news. Breaking news, breaking news. Well, it's breaking news for us. Chris Hargreaves has um, ended his time, a fairly unhappy spell as manager yeah. of Yeovil Town. Yeah. 21 minutes ago. 21 minutes ago, as we sit here speaking, you'll have heard the lunchtime news by the time you see the podcast. But, yeah. Uh, we were not aware of that when chatting to Gary Johnson. No, we were aware of it shortly minutes. afterwards. We were, but... Um, After the, uh, the microphones had been turned off. If you're wondering why didn't they ask him about Chris Hargreaves... We didn't know until after the chat. Breaking news. Breaking news. We don't often do breaking we news. We don't. It's a windy... But, but have you noticed that breaking news nowadays, like during all the, the the Parliament stuff last week, the breaking news is still there five hours after after the news has broken. It's They're still really banning it as breaking news. So we'll claim Chris yeah. Hargreaves' departure. So when you're listening world. to this at three o'clock, it is officially still breaking news, <laughs> according <laughs> to the BBC and Sky, etc. It's a windy morning at Seal Hain this morning, as you'll hear when, yeah. we're, uh, when we're talking to yeah, Gary. Yeah, no, uh, when we talk to Gary, we talk to him outside because they want to have a prettier background on the on the camera. They do. Which is fair enough. And then we go inside and talk to him as well. Um, which So you, halfway through the chat with Gary, you'll hear a very, a very obvious change in atmosphere yeah. of the recording. Um uh, The wind slight, slightly got up while we were recording outside. So I, or the best... The best of my hand over the microphone, I still think there probably will be some... I think so. See, the club have got one of those expensive, fluffy microphones. Shall I ask the the, the reach board to see if I can buy a... a, You're right there, guy. (laughs) Yes, okay. Anyway, before... uh, (laughs) Yes, so uh, we're we're loads to talk about this week, much to discuss. Listeners, now we had a couple of listeners that we need to mention before we get going. Oh, yeah. on Saturday and said he enjoys the podcast and he often listens in the bath. All the bubbles. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of... And, it, it put us off the it, start of the game, enduring image, yeah, as they yeah. used to say. Yeah, so if you're listening in the bath in North Devon, welcome along. And a chap called Michael Tobin messaged me and uh-huh. said he hadn't been able to find the podcast last week because for some reason... Because he's in the bath? Well, no, it was missing from iTunes and Spotify. Was and it? I don't know why. Oh. So it's always on Devon Live. You, you did the technical stuff, so I'm know, blaming you for that. I know. There's something gone wrong with the settings okay. last week. But Michael Tobin, uh, he was looking forward to listening to it because he was out collecting buckets of acorns for his mangalitsa pigs. Was he? At the time. And we don't lo- have, have them, don't we, listening to <laughs> he us? Was, he was looking forward to listening <laughs> to the podcast while collecting. It's a good year for acorns, apparently. And Is the, it? the pigs love them. And I'm going to have to Google those pigs now. you got Mangalitsa pigs. Yeah, they're um, Hungarian, I Are think. They? They're from wow. somewhere over that side of Europe. Wow. Um, I, I did look them up. Anyway... Are they, it, are they cute? They are very cute. Yeah, good. And you shouldn't eat them because we're vegetarians in well, this but car. But this, this is a vegetarian podcast. This is a vegetarian yeah. podcast. Uh, thank you very much. Only wherever you're listening, whether you're in bed, in the bath, or collecting is that it? We finished for the pigs. <laughs> it feels like we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. Gaffer, a couple of days on now from the defeat at Eastleigh. How do you assess how that game went as a whole? Of course, disappointed to have lost the game. Uh, disappointed to have lost 
a man pretty early on. Um, I thought the ten men did well. I thought they they worked hard to try and keep them out of the out of the box. We had a, a few half chances in that second half. The spirit was good. Uh, they didn't give up, um, but we we couldn't get that that goal. We had a couple of shots that were blocked that were on their way uh, on their way in. Um, and they started wasting a little bit of time, so they was obviously a bit worried about us getting back in it. But um, yeah, unfortunately, it's the way things are going at the moment, and we just got to fight through it and keep going. And uh, and hopefully we'll we'll come out better at the end of it. But um, you know, the, the spirit is important to me, and uh, I can see the boys have still got that, and are very disappointed when things don't go well for us. So that bodes well for the future. Now just a few days before Gaffer, your team received a lot of praise. There was almost a sense of euphoria after the four-all draw against Auction. But is it fair to say that actually against Eastleigh, some things worked better there than they did in the home game? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, we, if we could put all our best bits together, it would look very good. Um, unfortunately, that's where the consistent teams get themselves to the top because they are consistent and they've got individual players that are consistent um, because a lot of them are experienced lads. Um, we've got to get that consistency um, and that's what we're, we're trying to achieve. They know what they're supposed to be doing um, but uh, sometimes it, it, it comes off and sometimes it, it doesn't but it's all experience. The thing is we've got to make sure that you know, we, we, we're not saying this come Christmas time. Um, we've got to make sure that we're in, you know, we don't go, get adrift. Um, I don't think we will. I know we're, we're bottom at the moment, but uh, I don't think we're, we're playing like a team that's said, uh, oh well, looks like, you know, we're struggling. Um, and I speak to the lads individually and collectively, and uh, what I get from them is that uh, they're, they're up for the fight, which is good. And I know when people are and when they're not. And if they're not, they won't be involved. And if they are, then they'll always be involved. Anybody that's seen United all season, if you go back to the first few games and if you look at now, you can see that there is improvement in various aspects of the play. And you have said that whether it's a win or lose, that the teams and the individual players will be gaining in experience while you just touched upon it just yeah. then. Do you feel that the players are learning from each different experience they're getting? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that experience is the players around you as well. Um, and it's nice. You know, for you to ask those questions, and, and I understand. But until we start winning football matches, you know, it's going to fall on some deaf ears, really, isn't it? You know what I mean? So um, I'm not standing here saying, you know, everything's rosy and, and you know, we just it'll come, it'll come. Um, I think it will. Um, but when we when we start winning football matches, then people will start saying, oh yeah. Understand what he what he meant there and what he said, and, and that's what we got to keep 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 doing. You know, we you could say um, we're not far short of getting out of the relegation zone because obviously that's where we are, and that's what we what we've got to achieve is to get out of it, and then we'll see what happens after that. But at this moment in time, we've, we've probably got 
six or seven, eight teams that we have to compete with at the moment, and there'll be a few six-pointers along the way coming up. Now we, we've got a big game against Notts County, who at the moment are absolutely flying. Everything's going well for them. They've got you know, big squad, good squad. Uh, we know a few of them, don't we? But, uh, Given them a couple of players that would have rather kept ourselves, um, but anyway, uh, that's that's where we are, and we'll hopefully we can compete, stay in it, and hopefully uh, we'll have 11 men on the pitch for 90 minutes. That's that's, that's important. I felt he was unlucky, Jarvis. Not Marshall. You know, you know what I felt about that. He's been he's been fined quite heavily because Andy accepted it. He, he understood, he was apologised. Jarvis, we felt, because that was his second, um, Marshall's second red card, and uh, and Jarvis was, in my opinion, unlucky, because he, you know, the first one was, wasn't was an elbow or smash it, it didn't actually smash him in the face. Uh, but because he had been booked, uh, the referee then saw all their players Rush round him on the second next challenge, which again wasn't a, a lot of a, a terrible uh, challenge. Um, and then you know, he, he, he then got sent off, which uh, was unlucky for him, I thought. Now, supporters and, and observers are often looking for individual turning points in a season. It doesn't always work that way, but I guess if you were to go to Notts County, the league leaders, um, as underdogs, and get a result up there, squad being stretched as it is, that wouldn't be a bad time to do it, would it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be a bad time to do it, and I'm sure the lads know that they have to put in a good performance at Notch County, and a good performance at home to Aldershot, so that they then get the reward of the home FA Cup game against Derby, and I'm sure all of them would want to play in that game. So that will be the catalyst, really, of uh, you know, making sure the lads put in a Big effort, as they have been to be fair. But we got to put in, you know, scoring four goals the other night was great. But we got to be able to do it every week, where we we, we have a chance of winning the game because we're creating chances, whoever we play. And uh, so, yeah, it's a, an interesting couple of weeks coming up. What are you expecting from Notts County, Gary? Um, not, I, I expect them to be a, a very much a possession based team. Um, well, I don't expect, we know, we know that that's what they are. They're, they're top of the league for a reason. Um, they've got some uh, very, very uh, good players they, they put together. Um, and, you know, if it, you have to res respect them, as I'm sure, you know, they'll, they'll respect us because uh, everybody will be thinking it's a pretty much a pushover for them. Um, but uh, I know their manager quite well, and I don't think he'll allow them to say that. So I expect a you know competitive game, and we know they've got uh, match winners in their team. So uh, we've got to be ready uh, for a team that does keep possession, and we've got to try and keep some possession ourselves. And that's the uh, that's the key, really. That you, you can't just sit back and watch them 
pass the ball around, you know, because they have got that quality where they, they will find that final pass at the end of the day and we've got to found, find ours as well. Um, what did we draw there last last year, did we? So, um, you know, that was a not good competitive game, so we'll have to wait and see what, what comes up and hope that, hope that we get a, you know, a, a bit of luck from the team in black. Um, which, you know, obviously they'll have a, a, a big, they've got a big fan base and they'll be screaming and shouting sort of thing. Um, so hopefully our away fan base will will be you know, shouting even louder to try and help uh, with, be that 12th man for us. You have had a couple of very good results against them down here, of course. Uh, when you look back to that side that beat them in the playoff semi-finals, uh, young side, how frustrating is it that you know, they've all moved on? You've not managed to hold on to any of them for whatever reason? Yeah, uh, well, no other reasons, but um, we, we'd like to have kept them. They would have liked to have stayed. Some wanted to you know, go in the league and some wanted to go to clubs um, you know, where financially um, they, they can go to. Um, agents often want players to move on. You know, they don't like their players staying in the same place for too long because of their agents' fees, as it were. Um, but that's football. And, and that's exactly you know what what happens, and you, it's what's happened to me quite a lot over the years because I've you know um, that's the nature of the game. You know I've been at clubs where we have to develop players and, and help them improve and help them get a stronger mentality sometimes, and you you, you make them or break them on occasions. But the ones you make um, do well for you while they're here. And then move on, and that's the, the nature of football, isn't it? You know, we, um, yeah, we, we, we're in. We're not in the business of doing that. We don't want to do that. We want to keep them a, a good side for as long as possible. But unfortunately, we uh, we we had the situation of not quite getting to the league when really we deserved to. <laughs> um, and now we've got to regroup, and we've got to go again, and we've got to work very hard as a as a football club. And we are all of us. Uh, that's you know I always say at the board, players, supporters. You know we're all um, we're all giving it a right go to uh, build again. That's what we got to do. Any signs of uh, the injury list getting better? Getting bigger. Getting bigger. Um, we had a few knocks the other night as well, so we we got to wait for this morning to uh, to see who's um, you know all the walking wounded are and who we've got available um, and, and you know we, we, we look in very uh, very hard and we did a lot of work yesterday me, Downsy and, and Pete to try and add to our squad um, and you know, we're, we might be on the verge of one or two. Uh, and uh, you talk to the fans or some of the fans after the game at Eastleigh, obviously that's only a few of the travelling fans. I mean, do you have a message for the broader Yellow Army fan base, as it were? Yeah, as always, we, I went over there to Clapham because, you know, I thought the lads had done OK. Um, you know, they'd worked hard. I thought the supporters see that the boys were, most of the supporters were, were, were OK. 
Um, I did see one or two, as you know, I've, I've picked it up that were screaming abuse. You know, it was more abuse than anything else at the players and then at me. So I thought I'd get closer to see the individuals. Um, and just to say, you know, like I was thanking everybody and then just, you know, looking and reminding people that uh, it's probably not right to, to abuse the players, but when, every time we go outside and supporters are near the coach, um, I talk to them, they talk to me, you know, they, I think most intelligent people know what's happening and what we're trying to achieve and if you support Torquay, as people say, this has happened for many a year, you know, we have uh, successful, what is it, you know, successful seasons and, and then sometimes you have to rebuild and, and we'll see where we are at the end of the season. Um, and then you can moan if you want, and or you know you can say, "Oh, thank God for that." You know that we've got away with a uh, season, but while we're still build, building, because there's some players here that are on two-year deals that we know um, are going to be decent players when we've added a little bit more experience, maybe that we you know we're trying hard to do at the moment. Um, the Derby game is a great. You know, it's good to have got that game because that 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 helps. Um, yeah, so we're uh, you know, we're, we're, we've got to be all as as one until it changes, and you know the right people will know the right time to change to make any changes they want to make. But um, really, I just you know me, I've never had a go at uh, the supporters as a whole because they're fantastic. The fact that. And, I'll, and we know because we know the the roads, the the roadworks, the closures of roads, as as you all do when you come to the games. So it it takes a, a, a lot of finance, a lot of effort. We know that, and absolutely, we we really appreciate that. And the people we talk to, and we try and be honest with them when they talk to us individually, um, and that's important, we think, because <clears throat> the biggest thing is being honest with everybody. And I think we've always tried to to do that and we, we do appreciate them absolutely. Yeah. Um, you touched on the Derby game there, have any discussions been made with the board, have the board indicated whether, because obviously you will get quite a bit of money for that, whether that will go into your pot or go elsewhere? Mine personally. Yeah. <laughs> your personal. <laughs> I won't go there, I won't go there, mine personally. Look at that, I've got flies all over me. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean that would be up to the, the club to to you know, work out what they can do. What is that? It's this monster. <laughs> Downsy, get rid of that boy. You're Australian. <laughs> yeah. I'll get me uh, arrow out. Um, so, what, what was the question? Yeah, it's up to the club to decide what they use you know, that money for. All I can do is when a particular situation arises where I have to go to the board and say, look, any chance of this for this? And you know, I've been at a lot of clubs, so I know what happens at clubs. Um, and then they will say, yes, you can, or no, you can't. But because I know that we can't ask the board if we can go and get Harry Kane, you know, the, 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 the board has have always been, and I've always said it, 100%, and I mean 100% supportive of all that. Absolutely, and I've said that all through. You know, our good times as well as the times now that we just got to liven up from. Thank you, Gary.
Alan touched on it just now with the, the, the fans that you spoke to immediately after the game at Eastleigh. In your interview, you were kind of indicating that if they're disrespecting you and Aaron and the players, they're disrespecting the whole club. Yeah. How, how important is that unity of the whole club at the moment? To be fair, the one or two that were shouting the obscenities don't deserve the amount of time that we've spent fair on point. it. And, and yeah. I didn't really, I didn't talk, go over to talk to them at the end of the game. I went over to you know, applaud the, the fans for, for coming and, um, and the effort that they've, that they've put in. But it was, you know, it was, it was like one or two yeah. that were shouting out, you know, people that have probably moaned before, and people like to be proved right, um, and and so they they'd rather abuse you because that's what they've been doing maybe other times. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot more that were appreciative of what the ten did in the second half. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and some had left, they were probably disappointed as well. Of course, we, we absolutely understand that. There's no need to, you know, nearly have heart attack. You know, it was one, one or two, just, you know, because they've made all that effort to come all that way. Support the lads, uh, because that's how we'll get out of it together. And anything those people that are a little bit angry would like to say to the players on occasions, I'm saying whether it be yeah. at half-time or the end of the game, you know, I understand, I understand. But, uh, you know, don't, don't abuse people in a way that uh, it's a little bit over the top. The key, you've mentioned the word many, many times, experience. And, and we all know you can go and get younger players, and you do, and the whole development project and everything. Mm. Is, you mentioned about you and Aaron and, and Pete spending quite a lot of time as you are most mm. days trying to get that bit more experience. Mm. They're the tougher ones to get. Yeah, of course. Have you made uh, what sort of progress are you making? And, and they're going to cost a little bit more. All the stuff we know about, yeah. you know. Uh, are you confident that that you can get a couple more? Because at the moment, I suppose another young lad from wherever. Uh, as talented as they might be, and yeah. you know, is 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 probably you need a, a couple of older heads. In yeah, there. that's is right. That well, that, that's exactly what you know. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, at the moment, we, we we're looking for to make sure we have <coughs> at least a team yeah. three subs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because yeah. I've never ever in 40 years of management, uh, 35, um, I've never been in this situation where 11, 12 first teams at this moment in time are out for one reason no. or another and you know you, you look at the training regime <coughs> you look at you know your medical team you look at everything but every injury every injury is a is a match day impact injury and that's the nature of the game you know people want to stop here and and that's where maybe the experience comes where um, although we've got experienced players that are injured, um, it, that's where uh, you need some experienced players of your own yeah. that uh, can make the team look more experienced so they don't say, look, these are busy youngsters, let's make sure they, they don't, they're not busy for long. Yeah. Sort of thing, you know, so, but um, that's where we are and I think what you see, uh, it, it's difficult sometimes to answer that question because you don't want to 
play your hand, no, no, you know, um, with, with other people. You don't want to let people know, oh, somebody's available, who, is it? who do they want, you know what I mean? But, um, but you'll see it when it happens. And when we can, when we find that right person and the right people to come in and be our experienced player. Because, you know, if I start playing, Bouncy, then you all going to go, was that the experienced player you were you on about? I know he's, he's up for it. He, he looks oh, like he's still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to run him down because uh, <laughs> he's doing well. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. His yeah. head's a lot younger than his knees. <laughs> um, you mentioned the Hampton game, um, the reason why you weren't able to bring any of the maybe youth team players up to sit on the bench because they hadn't been registered the first game. Uh, had you thought, it's a silly question, I'm sure you've thought about it, yeah, yeah, that sure. for the last couple of league games where we also have only had four on the bench, uh, has there been a possibility of any of the young loanies coming back or any of the youth team players coming up? What, what's the thinking? Yeah, I mean, there? you, you, you want to you don't want to take people just, you know, no, have my, have my yeah. missus on the line mm. to watch a game, you know what I mean? Um, so, you, you, but, so therefore, you, when people get on the bench, you got, they got to feel that they've earned it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and obviously they, they play themselves, so when we have away games, for instance, um, you know, they'll probably be having a game the following day, you know, like we didn't get back till two, three o'clock in the morning, the, the other night. I don't know what time you got back, but... Um, and then, you know, so you, you can't do, do that always, but in the FA Cup, of course, you've got nine, um, nine sub places. Is it nine? It's nine, isn't it? Seven. Seven, seven. 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 is it? Seven, seven. yeah. Good job, you no, We got seven. You knew it was an odd number. Yeah, I knew it was yes. odd, yeah. Um, so we got seven and but you still can only use five mm. out of seven. We'll, we'll get into that when we... And then so, you know, maybe it is an opportunity for, for that at home to get a couple of young lads to, you know, be on the bench that uh, deserved a, yeah. an opportunity. Because yeah. that's actually nine. Is yeah. it? It's far from nine. Yeah, it's far from. Yeah. You are. You were so, right in the first. Uh, they keep on changing the rules, don't they? Yeah. Because apart from anything else, uh, as usual, you have you, always been very consistent about having a goalkeeper on the bench. Yeah. Um, and until we didn't have one. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Once or twice. Well, I had a goalie on the bench, but he couldn't yeah. come on. But the last few games, it, and of course that means you've only got effectively three outfield yeah, that, well, uh, yeah, options. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, but and now I, just, I just wondered whether this possibility of recalling yeah. either uh, Lewis or, or maybe Jack Windsor back. But of course, if you do that, presumably, they're back then. They're you back. Can't, you and can't also just pull them back for... No, they're, they're doing all right, Yeah, those lads. You know, they're... they're you know, they found a level that they, they're playing every week. Yeah. You know, so you don't like to just pull them back just to be the ninth, eighth and seventh subs sort of yeah. thing, you know, yeah. so <coughs> um, we, 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 we won't be doing that. No. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm hoping that by the time the derby game comes around, we'll have uh, two or three that are might be back sooner. Yeah. 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 And what's the latest on Ryan Hansen and his he's um his concussion he, he's gone to London today for the 
to the concussion clinic, uh, the one that all, the, all concussion people, rugby, and this is like a famous place where they do a lot more than just do a scan and go, oh, you're okay. Um, right. They, they have saliva tests and all, all that sort of thing, you know, so just they really want to make sure with this concussion stuff, quite rightly, that it's it's done properly. Mm -hmm. So our club's, you know, done done it properly. Um, he's uh, he, he he's got it because he he he's, he feels he's been right for a week, but there's a protocol that you have to go through with concussion nowadays. He'll go and have his scan today, and then he has a consultant uh, look at the scan, and he'll see him on Thursday. I think it's uh, what's today. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah, yeah, he'll see him, and then they'll tell him whether he's ready to to go or not. I suspect he will be. Okay. Can he can he train while this is going on? No, no. Um, he can't train until you get the definitive consultant that says yes, you can. Yeah. So the top lottery is not for this weekend. Anyway. No, it won't be this weekend. So I hope the pigs are all fed. Yeah, yeah how's Rachel? Pigs, yeah, and uh, anybody listening in the bath, that the water <laughs> hasn't gone cold yet, and if you're listening in bed, he did say, he did wake say, up. He did say it was the right length for his bath. He did. So it's quite yeah. a long bath. It is. Um, interesting chat with Gary. Um, we mentioned, of course, the business after the game at Eastleigh, which I don't think we're going to go into. I don't, no. as, as Gary says, we're giving more credence to the sort of noisy protest that yeah. it really deserves. Sounds like it was just a couple of people or one person in particular Absolutely. who maybe was oiled. I don't know. That's maybe speculation. Who knows? But um, let's move. Let's not mention that again. Let's, no, uh, let's there was no on. flies on Gary. That was, well, <laughs> no actually, flies. there was a fly on Gary. If anybody who's wanted to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, in, um, I wondered if there. it was a Derby County uh, fly. Could be. Could be, but yeah, we, we, we were interrupted by a fly, which... Uh, Strange, strange press conference this morning. Yeah, uh, a couple of games to talk strange about. Strange podcast this morning. Let's talk about the four-four draw. Yeah, which, in hindsight, was very enjoyable early evening. Well, I mean, if you were a neutral, you and especially if oh. you were a neutral watching BT Sport, you you would have loved that game. Have you watched some of the coverage back? I again? haven't yeah. actually. I must they admit. loved it. They absolutely loved I bet it. They Towards did. the end of the game, they. One of the commentators said to the other, well, I wasn't really looking forward to this before the start. <laughs> but it, and I say for a neutral... Well, it four. had everything, didn't it? It's one of those, you yeah. know, you, you know the kind of game you're talking about when you say it, it had everything because it had goals, injury time, red cards, uh, turnarounds, pen, yeah, pen, yeah, pens, yeah. you know, that literally had everything. It did. Uh, it's our fifth four-all draw of all time. But yeah, uh, I, I don't that. know what the yeah. other ones were, but yeah. thanks to talking it's, it's, fast it's, it's the first one for a while. I can I remember that. I think Nick Broderick, Broderick mentions it in, in his column and um, he mentions the, the first and the last. I can't remember them off the top of my head and we don't have a copy of the Herald Express in, in, the, uh, in no. the car, but... Um, yeah, so it's it, four all draws. Wow. We remember the five all up at Forest Green. Yes. Which was um, a memorable day, but we'll remember that one last Saturday. First, I, I would say we, we don't do star ratings for players. I hate doing that, but every fan does it. Mm. Every fan does it. Mm. When they get home, They who if, who was a 7 out of 10, who was an 8 out of 10. It's, you'd, it's, you'd it's conjecture anyway, isn't it? Yeah, but you'd have to do different star ratings for the first half <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah because chalky let's be honest were abject in the first half terrible terrible uh it was two nil to altering at half time it could have been more they started they started really well for five first minutes. five ten minutes i had to rewrite the, the 
the the bit that I have that, that I started when I obviously do the intro at the end but um when I started writing the report uh, at Plainmore um I had to rewrite that a couple of times because it didn't make sense because although although Ultringman had two really good chances in the mm. in the first three or four minutes yeah I had already started writing about how well we'd started and it kind of it was a, a, a weird game like that where yeah. you know you thought you were doing well and then suddenly ah okay yeah and then after that bright start, Altrincham really kind of they took dug over. in, didn't they? they yeah, 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 yeah. They dug in. They were two nil up at halftime and deserved it. Yeah. And we had we were two nil down and deserved it. And you thought then you thought, oh my God, where's this going? How, yeah, it's going to get worse in the second. I don't know what Gary did at halftime, uh, but Torquay were better when yeah. they came out. Much better. He obviously had a few words. And the two goals from Asa Hall, neither of them, they were strange goals because he was <coughs> in the right place at the right time on yeah. both. They weren't, well, it was it a good header. It, it was a good header. It was good. It wasn't a powerful header. No, it but, wasn't but, a powerful but, shot, but it was. A, it, it was. was he, he did exactly what you're supposed to do from that situation. Yeah. Headed it down. Yeah. And uh, you know it, it went in. It's the experience and the know-how and, of a player and like Ace the Hall, touch on it? the second goal. To be fair, because it came to it came to him at a tight, a strange angle. If you know yeah. what I mean, he, he, yeah. it's one of those where you've got to turn and shoot at the same time. If if you know what I mean, and yeah. uh, and he, he he got a really good connection on it when when I mean. I can remember uh, 20 years ago playing for the Kents, having a similar one, but on the goal line. Yeah. Our friend, my friend Choda, um, okay. uh, uh, Andy Green, uh, ran up ran up the byline and passed the ball to me, inch perfect, right on the line, open goal in front of me. You did. And I kind of had to swivel and turn yeah, yeah. and miss the ball completely. Oh, I still have nightmares about that, as you can tell. I expect Choda does as well. Uh, Choda had nightmares about my football all the time. <laughs> he was one of the better players. He was one of the ones that was just having hand in his head after the ball left me. And it was kind of after Ace's equaliser that things started to get a bit manic, didn't they? Cause yeah. Now, Gary took Acer off. Yeah. To, to a few... Uh, a few boos and Asa didn't look very Asa happy either. He's furious yeah. if you watch it on the TV. I mean, he's a, a seasoned pro. He and Gary yeah. won't have fallen out over that. It was Asa a weird one because was... I, th- I think I think the, the fourth official got the number wrong to start with as well or something. <laughs> and uh, so Asa didn't think he was coming off until you know until quite a way into the break while while yeah. it was all sorted out there was a little bit of arm waving and, and a <coughs> yeah. few crosswords were exchanged yeah, Tom yeah they Lapsley, did shake hands as they, oh, they, they did, went off yeah, i mean yeah. ace is a professional yeah, yeah. he was making his feelings known i'm sure but uh, at the end of the day he's still uh, a consummate pro tom lapsley comes on yeah goes into the six yard box <clears> um <throat> on the off chance that something's going to come his way and his first touch of the ball yeah. puts us 3-2 up. I'd, I'd like to know how much he knew about it. I think more than you, do you the, think. Uh, yeah, so if, have you, if you watched you, it? Oh, you yeah, watch you it see, on the replay, he does slightly change the angle of his foot. Okay, it, it right. doesn't just but it hit did, him. It did hit, hit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did, yeah. We, we said on the press <clears> bench, didn't we, at the time, I don't know how much he knew yeah. about that. But I think well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that he actually had some hand in it rather than just I'm hit him and give, went in. I'm I mean, it was it was it wasn't as if it was on the line either. It was it was a little way yeah. out, so it was. Yeah, I'm going to give him the benefit. Anyway, of he loved it, didn't he? On that, he absolutely did. So we're three <clears> two <throat> up at that point. It's late in the game, as Gary said afterwards, we thought we've won it at this yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, and then a defender slips, a player gets a low cross in, and it was a lovely finish by Hurst. Yeah. Uh, to make it three three. Ross Marshall is off by this time. No, he isn't. No, no, he no, gets he sent off at this point. He, get, he isn't, so he gets sent off he got at sent this off point. Yeah. And then from directly from that yeah. free kick. 
No complaints about the Ross Marshall sending off as well. If you watch that, that stupid. on the in fact, I I I had my eyes on him because. I think it was Hurst again. The player had come through and left something on the challenge. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. marshal was fouled. Yeah. But he reacted by clambering over the player, maybe clipping him on the way through. But obviously you give the referee a decision to make and the referee sends him off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it so, was a sending off. Yes, it was. And he's been fine, apparently. The yeah, second sending Gary off of the season. Uh, and from that free kick, it's a soft goal. It's, it's a, a header down into goal, the ground that bounces yeah. up over the keeper. Yeah. And they're suddenly 4-3 up. And you just think, well, that's that then. That's that. We've had that. And who's the least likely player, you'd think, to volley in a beautiful curling yeah. volley from the edge of the box? I have watched that one again because it came up on my my you know Google feed or whatever it is yeah. that throws videos at your phone nowadays from BT Sport, uh, obviously. It was uh, quite a goal. It was a beautiful It was a better finish. goal than it... Yeah. Looked live. Aaron Jarvis, I disagree with the BT commentators who said, well, it was a, it was a difficult um, difficult setup. I don't think it was. I think Aaron Jarvis set it up beautifully yeah. and Crow hit it with the outside of his foot. It came from a... I mean, Torquay had been attacking during mm. injury time. Yeah. It wasn't as if, you know, they they suddenly got a Head goal out of nowhere. They, yeah. they were actually pushing for an equaliser for most of injury time. Yeah. And um, a ball was cleared out, wasn't it? And, and, and uh, Dean Moxie... Tried a long throw in into the box, which came back out to him, and he, yeah. he played it along to Aaron Jarvis on the edge of the box. Who credit to him could have tried to turn and shoot because yeah. you were in that territory. You know, let's try and get some shots on goal. Especially when your your best option is a fullback. Yeah, exactly. Do, but, but he was lingering on the edge the of the right box. Thing. In yeah. fact, did you hear what he said? He said uh, he wasn't even going to go up to the box, but he'd heard a shout from Gary saying, "Go on, get up there." Yeah. Yeah, Rhys Lovett was up there as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he was. So, uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was all hands on deck. But 4-4, a memorable, memorable game. Yeah. Uh, and, but, and then, so we got up to Eastleigh so on we, Tuesday. So we spent probably about 10 minutes talking about a, a draw. Yeah. And we, sometimes we don't even spend 10 minutes talking about the biggest of wins. I know, but you score four goals. Yeah. But you, you score four goals and you should win. You expect to win again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got up to Eastleigh on Tuesday. We're more in hope than expectation, possibly, but you think you might get a point out of it. A 1-0 defeat mm. in the circumstances. Sounded, it's a I mean, penalty, I wasn't there. it's a red card. Yeah, but it sounded like they didn't play that badly. No, I listened to a bit of it on the radio, Talkie were playing well. The massive majority of another sizeable travelling support mm. have come back well and, you know, the, the, the synopsis from them is that Talkie played well. We just, it's... Holstead made some great saves yeah. again. If you watch the uh, watch the highlights, I mean we're sighing here because it's the same old story. We've played pretty well, we've lost a game, and we're two points adrift. I've at the used bottom. the term. Don't want to sound like a scratch record on a couple of occasions. And I'm not sure how many people under thirty <laughs> actually understand the term scratch record, <laughs> or, or, or what they're that just a non like. by that. Yeah, yeah. but um, uh, fear of repeating yourself. You know, yeah. each, each time you write something is is prevalent at the moment. But you know. That's where we are. That's where we are. Yeah, we are, and we've got to keep the faith, and we've got to. It, you can see the signs are there, and if only we can get eleven fit first choice players out there. I mean, it's, as Gary just said in his press conference, he's never known anything like it in thirty-five years of management. Mm, mm. He's never known a situation where. 11, 12 first-team players are unavailable. We did wonder, didn't we, uh, whether some 
players would come back mm-hmm. um, from their loan spells. Now, uh, mentioned in the press conference was Lewis Brooks, who scored two goals for Biddeford as yeah. they beat top of the table Showling. We played them a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, you know, that was his first start. I spoke to Sean Joyce this week for the uh, North Devon paper. That was his first start, and he scored in the 75th and 81st minutes when they were 1 0 down. So, yeah. uh, well done him. But as Gary's pointed out, him and, and Jack Windsor, the, 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 those two players are doing well at their clubs at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And if he recalls them now, he can't just loan them back out to no. Biddeford, and, uh, you know, again. That's um, that that's not the way loans work. So you're gonna you're gonna dis- distribute. Disrupt their momentum yeah. in some ways, just to sit you on the bench because they're not, they might the not be yeah. getting on. Now we, yeah, we weren't sure if it was seven or nine subs for the derby game, but it sounds like it's nine. I don't know it's where we're going to get those nine yeah, from. Bring, I mean, bring, I'm, bring yeah, your boots, mate. I am actually going to text Gary the night before just, yeah. just to check. But um, Aaron, you know, Aaron Downs is raring to go. Isn't yeah, he. Way? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> honestly, we, we we might as well give Matt Hotley a call, won't we? <laughs> could, could do a lot worse. Could but um, lot worse. you know, so so. Um, noticeably, uh, Olaf Casello is scoring goals for Dorchester, and um, and and um, who else is out? Alex Moyes. Alex is Moyes out, is out. Yeah. I mean, they weren't mentioned, but they'll they'll, they'll fall into the same category as um, as Brooks and Windsor. I'm sure. You know, don't 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 break their momentum. No. Um, oh, having said that, I think I think you know, I'd be quite happy to see Olaf. Casella come back, and I think he could probably do, do a job would, on the ball. They? I mean, it was or, noted- or from from the bench. Yeah, but yeah. pre-season, we liked the look. Olaf had, had spent obviously spent a lot of time. He's a, fitness he's training. Up, he? He's bulked up. Yeah, yeah he's, he's. I mean, he's he's more, looks more of an athlete than he used to. Not that he ever used to look like you and me, but he, you know, he looks even more of an athlete. Yeah. than he used to. But it's just, it's, people will talk as soon as Talky go. A few games without points, people will talk about. It. Bring Olaf back. Bring Olaf. Do you know back. what? Gary knows. Despite what, he's what Gary doing, says, I wouldn't be surprised to see him back because because breaking his momentum. He's now twenty one, is he? Or something like that. Yeah. You know, I know I've been saying this for the last three seasons, but this is his break or break season, surely. Yeah. So you know, you're breaking his. Mo- so if you're talking about a player, bring him back, put him on the bench, bring him on at uh, yeah. seventy-eight I mean, minutes. Do you know what I mean? I mean and a, we need a, a striker on the bench. Yeah. That's that's been cryingly obvious. He's a talky lad. Um, he's got the club at heart. Um, we know what he can do. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. this is it. Maybe you sit him down and say, "Look, this is this is it. This is this your is make it. and break." You're not going to go is. back to Dorchester. You're here now for for the rest of the season. Prove yourself. Yeah. Interesting. Um, um, and wouldn't it be an amazing story yeah. if he did end the season with eight, nine, ten goals? Yeah, I mean, we'd love that. Everyone would love that, yeah. wouldn't they? Um, we 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 think there might be some new players coming in. I wouldn't be surprised. We're sitting next to a very nice car at the moment. I think it might be Stephen Gerrard's. <laughs> it's the one. Well, he is at a loose end. He is available. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Gary always goes on about Harry Kane, but come on, you know, we need to we need to look our sights a little bit lower, a little bit lower. He'll sign him eventually. Yeah. So that I mean, Eastleigh, three reds in three games. Of course, we'd lose. We'd be without Ross Marshall and Aaron Jarvis at Notts County yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, booking. I don't look at the bookings now. Mind, we've got there's something three players on four bookings. Have we? Um, Dylan Crow. Ben Wyatt and Will Goodwin. Yeah. Ben Wyatt, obviously. I mean, of course, of course Marshall's on 18 bookings, but, but he's been sent <laughs> yeah, off yeah. each time as yeah. well, so they've not counted. Yeah. yeah. He's, um, he does love a card, that boy, doesn't he? 
But uh, so uh, more problems. Let's talk about Notts County. Do you want to know what the bookies' odds are? 800 to 1? <laughs> Roughly. Notts County are 11 to 2 on. On, yeah. The draw is 11 to 2. Yeah. And Chalky are 9 to 1. I'm sticking a fiver on that. It's got to be worse. It's got to be worse. Yeah, two-horse uh, race, 9 be. to 1. Uh, Notts County, their home form. Uh, they've won six, drawn one, and they haven't lost yet. They're scoring <laughs> goals for a pastime. No wonder the bookies are. They're not uh, stupid, are they? They have Aaron Domain and Kyle Cameron yep. in the first-team squad. Yep. Interesting what Gary's been saying the last few days about players who have gone elsewhere for better money. They wanted to play in the league. Um, and they are players who've been developed here. I mean, we joked about Torquay being a development squad, mm. you know, but mm. they, you know, they're players who, particularly maybe in the in this case of Aaron Nemain, were taken from being misfits into being someone who, very good players. yeah, someone who was at Manchester City early on, expected to be a big thing, was probably too small in their in yeah, their thoughts. Yeah. Um, well, when I say misfit, I mean he, he was slightly misfiring. No, but, when Gary but, first no, but played that's what him. I mean. And, yeah. Yeah, when he came here, he yeah. couldn't get into our first team. No. He wasn't understanding the way that the football should be played at our level. Um, Gary helped him get it, yeah. and that's and he, he you was, have to hang like on Cal, to that. He was like Calvin Kalala the yeah. previous season, a yeah. player who was not really in with a shout well, until Gary Aaron. You, you can even go back to Jamie Reid at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, and Joe Lewis was on the bench when he yeah. first came, although I think he was more of a uh, had more of an understanding. He wasn't mm. quite good enough to play in the first team for a while, and and Gary changed that. And and then you look at those players and where they've gone, and you go, well done, well done, well done. But yeah. that's the stage we are at again. Yeah, no, that's quite true. And now no one wants to be bottom of the table. Don't get me wrong, but we have to understand that that's the stage we are at again. Yeah, and and. As much as you want to go to away games and shout till you're red in the face, as long as as long as you understand that, then yeah, you're not going to be yeah. that person, are you? No, that's right. And you know when Gary jokes about we're a development yeah. squad, yeah, that kind of is is, is where we are. I, I I think it's worth saying that that Gary still has the squad. There mm. is no yeah. there is no infighting or or um, you know. He's not lost. No, no, anything. absolutely not. I, I think, I think you would pick that up quite quickly. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't, we don't For have people any great insight. That's happened, or I think like you're, uh, you're way off the no. mark. Yeah, I mean, the atmosphere out here that we see is very united yeah, indeed. Yeah. I mean, so you know, we we're not in the dressing room. We never will be. I mean, we're we're but, just talking about a club that you know, a, a, a very very quick look at Twitter after hearing that Chris Hargreaves had gone, and all of the fans are delighted. Yeah, you know that wouldn't be the case if Gary went. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. A talky fan, because of the adversity that they've been through over the years, tends to uh, tends to be a bit more of a thinker. I yeah. think. Anyway. Yeah, the thinking man. The thinking man's club. football club. Last season we drew up at Notts County. Danny Wright um, got the only goal for us. It was in a one-all draw. Yep. Ali Omar was sent off, by the way. Was he? He was. Yeah. Um, Ali Ali Omar was uh, sent off. Red card there. Let's hope for no more red cards on Saturday. Well, that would be three red cards. Be, uh, I don't know. We're we going into record territory if we get a fourth red card in four games. Quite possibly. Also, if we had three penalties in the row as well. Yeah. Yeah. This it's it's unusual. There was a time. Under a previous manager, I can't remember who it was, when Torquay were hauled in by the FA really? for disciplinary when they and Torquay remember those days. Must be flirting with that now yeah. with the number of bookings and red cards that we're picking up. 
Yeah. At least it shows that the players are getting stuck in. It's well, like the injuries, aren't they? They're contact Well, injuries. to be fair to Aaron Jarvis, I don't think he, he really got stuck in. I think he got two soft yellow cards that on yeah. another day, neither of them might have even been a booking. And the player to another referee. Down, the player's rolling over, yeah. kicking his feet and banging yeah. on the ground. And, uh, Play for today uh, stuff, isn't it? Useless. And then next Tuesday, there's a game at Plainmore against your favourite team, Richard. Aldershot. I love them. Aldershot, they're 16th. Come uh, on, the shots. They've won twice away from home. They won 2 0 at Yeovil last week. Well, that, that's, that's what happened to that's the That's it. Yeah. That's, the, uh, that's the end. Frankie Vincent is there. He's on the He is. From yeah, County. Frankie Vincent. That name, yeah. the, he's called Frank Vincent at most clubs. But, but when he came to us, he was, he was definitely called Frankie, Frankie Vincent. Vincent. Yeah. And that name just reminded me of a. Of, it, it, it had all the hallmarks of a, of a 1970s Northern club singer. <laughs> Frankie, ah, ladies, Frankie Vincent. Ladies and gentlemen, Frankie Vincent. Uh, good player. Yeah, good great player. singer. Yeah, great singer <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> so talking, uh, it'd be interesting to see what crowd we get. I'm writing Tuesday. a novel. I might use the character Frankie Vincent, use Frankie Vincent the, the, the Northern club singer. singer. <laughs> I look forward to reading that. be interesting to see what crowd we get next Tuesday. Uh, crowds have been dropping off a little bit, although people can't say they haven't been entertained. No, they can't. Um, hopefully, it'll be a decent crowd. It was great to see all the uh, community day. Yeah, kids that there the, the, that, that away end was full that of worked, kids having it? a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, do you know what? Uh, the one thing that did cross my mind during the game was on occasions when they have had the community games before, they've been really disappointing games. Yeah, and I think on this occasion they got they back, got everything out of that. Yeah, I mean they would have, they would have loved that game, the equaliser especially. Well, I, I do know a teacher at a local primary school who took, who manages their football team. How do you know that, then, guy? Well, my younger daughter. <laughs> um, uh, she manages their football team. She took the kids. The kids actually got to walk out with the talkie players, Brilliant. which they loved. Yeah. Uh, then they got themselves into the away end and they absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun in there, didn't it? Yeah, it yeah. did. Eight goals, loads of action. They got to meet all the players. Yeah. Big success, big they, tick they in the box forget. for Torquay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, well the right done. game for the right community. Yeah, well done yeah. to the club on that. Um, so, yeah, one more little piece of uh, oh, housekeeping. I, I've, I've got a little little thing to bring up. Go on. The playlist. Yes. The playlist before the game. Now, we get that reasonably early because, obviously, we've got to set up our laptops and, and all that and talk about rubbish. Yes, um, as we do. And, uh, and, and try and climb into the seat without breaking legs. But uh, and also also try and plug the laptop in without putting our backs yeah. out. But anyway, that's all beside the point. First the playlist has been the same every week now, yeah. leading up to to maybe ten fifteen minutes before the game when 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 the uh, the obvious songs start playing. Mm-hmm. It's been the same, and we are actually getting to know the playlist so well. We are. And we've it got bites it, calling it, it all bites, the heroes. Yeah, or, or as I like to call it, shooting up the shooting cowboys. Up the cowboys. Yeah, that um, one's always on there. Is there something I should know, Duran Duran? Yeah. That, that pops up. So, come on, guys. It's very retro. Change the playlist around a bit. Not yeah. the same every week. Jiggle them about. Absolutely. Yeah, jiggle it about. So, maybe, maybe if you do jiggle it about, we'll start winning games. That's a good thought, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. See, we're music anarchs, aren't we? We are, they, we we actually, are unfortunately. We actually listen to that yeah. playlist. See, people think, oh, I just put it out there, nobody's listening. No, we, we are. are. Yeah. We are listening. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I was going to mention, the Oldham game. Uh, which was on Ooh, yes. Saturday, December the 10th, is now on Sunday, December the 11th. Yep. Uh, three o'clock kickoff for BT Sport up at Oldham. Stop playing obviously. with our games. Uh, we drew nil-nil with them 
on the opening day of the season. Sunday for me is doing all the, the results on fixtures page. What am I going to do now? Three o'clock on a Sunday yeah. at Boundary Park against uh, Oldham Athletic. Uh, this is interesting looking back at the start of the season. You were so full of hope and that, that nil-nil draw at home against Oldham probably should have been a big big signal for everyone. Yeah, yeah. although that wasn't a bad result, we thought at the time, well, because Oldham, they've... fresh out of the league, Yeah, but I think they, support, they, they, well, they had high hopes that uh, I, I think were, were slightly misguided and it turned out to be true, I think. Mm. Scunthorpe as well struggled mm, a lot this season. Yeah. Um, but Yeovil, our, um, our our near neighbours, yeah. three points above us. Yeah, we'll be playing them twice over Christmas and New Year. Yeah, who knows and who Gary did point out that we've got some games coming up that are against these teams. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be interesting. I wonder mm. who will get the Yeovil job. It'll be interesting to see if Chris Todd is is caretaker there as well. He'll be because, interim um, manager, I'm sure. He'll uh, be there for a while. Kevin Nicholson it, having done it at Exeter oh, a couple of weeks ago. We Chris Todd. Being did you notice there. that that Kevin Nicholson and John Hill were, were were the caretakers, and now John Hill's also gone with Matt Taylor. So one person left. So Kevin Nicholson, saying nothing. Kevin Nicholson and Chris Todd would be an interesting combination. Yeah, yeah. Interesting uh, a choice of manager for um, for Exeter, Gary Coldwell. Mm-hmm. No, out, out of the out of the blue a bit. Not 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 a name that was really no, expected no. until the last couple of days when he was obviously um, in the race, but. Um, not managed for a couple of years. Last last no. last club was Partick Thistle, and um, it's a big it's a big ask, isn't it? Because Exeter yeah. are there what seventh or eighth oh, at the moment. And by the way, uh, their their game on Tuesday night, their nil um, nil at Derby County, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Um, who made their debut? Seventeen year old goalkeeper Harry Lee. Did he from really? the bench? Yes. A late a late yeah. um, a late uh, injury to Jamal Blackman, and he came on I think in the 80th minute or something and kept a clean sheet. 17, I first saw him playing for, and I don't know which primary school it was, uh, at Plainmore, playing for a Torbay primary school uh, yeah. when I went up to take photos of the primary school finals day. And he was probably 11 and looked 17 then. Yeah. Uh, well done to you, mate. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's, that's brilliant. That's an achievement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while we're talking about our Devon neighbours, um, it's Plymouth against Exeter next Tuesday. Yeah, that's a nothing game, isn't it? Hey? Nothing on that. Nothing on it. Nothing nah. on that. No, no, no local pride at stake. Nah. What a game for Coldwell to come in. I, mean, I think it was a bit late to actually influence too much over the Derby game. So your first game is is Plymouth versus oh, Exeter, God. who are Plymouth for top of the league. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. But all our thoughts are on Notts County on Saturday and then at Plainmore on Tuesday. As we said, as we said to everybody, come up and say hello. Tell us what you like about the podcast. Yeah. Tell us you're collecting buckets of acorns for the Mangalitsa pigs or, you, or, or listening you in listen the bath. listen to us in the bath, yeah. Don't listen to us in the shower. Oh, well, you've got a speaker in the shower. Can you? Yeah, I've got a little oh, speaker. Newfangled stuff. Speaker What's going shower? on in the world? Yeah, I can listen to podcasts anywhere I go. Oh, there we go. Good to have your company. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Yellow Army podcast. Hope we haven't taken up too much of your time. No, we haven't talked too much rubbish. We have. Well, we probably have. We always do that, don't we? But we'll finish in time-honoured fashion, Richard. Time-honoured. Come Come on, on, you yellows. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.